MMA Roasted Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the legend Don Fry, uh, Greg Romero Wilson. Don, I got to ask you off the bat, how is your leg? That oh, was, my God. That was the most insane thing I, I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> leg is good, man. Leg is a lot better than what it was, I'll tell you that, partner. So, I mean, now, it, before it was open, though, I felt like it, it was like could get infected. Just you got like an open wound. Is it, are you, is it wrapped? Are you covering it? All right. Okay. Well, that was, we lost him. He's uh, frozen. Yeah. 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 Uh, the worst right. part is he's probably telling us. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not getting it. Yeah, that's true. I, I got to hear about this. Uh, Greg, yeah. Greg, how are you doing? Did you get a lot of comments like on Twitter and stuff about it? Did people see oh, it? Yeah. 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 People, people said that he's the manliest man of all time. Uh, right, did, did it freak? Did it? Because I, you told me I was freaking freaked the fuck out, man. People said it like they couldn't believe it. They said it was the sickest thing they've ever seen. Uh, they couldn't believe you were laughing during it. That you were like smoking a cigar during it. I mean, they, they, they said like you're one of the last of like the, the, the real men in this world. Yeah. Like uh, on this planet. Who was the guy in City Slickers? Uh, what's his name? Oh yeah. Uh-oh. Right. They, like I, I think we should send Don to Afghanistan. He'll have that shit placed fucking like in three seconds. Everyone will see. <laughs> uh, he'll be yeah. their new. He'll be their new leader. Uh, Don, I, I could sort of see you. Don, is it Jack Palance? You're the real like like Jack Palance. Now you, you're you're it. It's unbelievable. Th- yeah, th- uh, there's like a, there's another guy also in uh, the Secret Life of Pets too, which I'm sure everyone's seen here. Uh, but there's yeah. a guy. There's, there's oh, a guy, top of my queue. Top guy, of my queue. There's a dog that Harrison Ford plays, who's like the like the country dog. Like the, they set him out to the country, and he's like you know herding all the the cows and the thing. He, he teaches the dog to man up. But the dog that was supposed to be Louis C.K. that became Patton Oswalt after the Me Too scandal with uh, Louis C.K. Yep, it's like a different dog now. You know, it, it's just kind of even more. Which also makes you think about Louis C.K. when you hear the different voice. Um, so in the so in the first one it was Louis C.K. and then the second one is Patton Oswalt. Yeah, like, like he can't even play a dog anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're like, you know what? We're not even going to have you be the voice of a dog. Uh, like, that's how, uh, how okay, crazy it is. Um, but which, by the way, he just sold out Madison Square Garden last week. You hear about that? Uh, um, Louis C.K.? Yeah, Louis C.K. did. Well, I think that just tells you how much people are sick of cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I heard it was a great show. People said it was – and, he, and he, he had a great comic. He had Greer Barnes and um, – Well, every show he's done, you know, you know, the little ones that he's done here and there, everyone said, you know, it was some of his best writing. He was on fire, you know, which obviously he has a lot of motivation and plenty to talk about. So, you know. Well, also, also, a guy like that probably, like, 
You've already canceled him. Now he could say all the things he didn't want to say. That's so funny because I was just working on a bit going, I wish I could just go ahead and get canceled so I could finally speak my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like every time you open your mouth, you're like, oh my God, can we say that? Can we say that still? Can I, and I'm sick of the fucking the self-filtering. This is not what this is not what comedy's about. It's not what free speech is about. You well, know, like, it's I like, like certain, I feel like certain people would they get to a certain uh, you know money for a certain tax bracket. The guys like Adam Carolla. That certainly helps. You know, Snoop Dogg. Guys yeah, like Yeah, it's like the money's already in the bank. You can yeah. cancel me on your wallet, but you can't take the money out of the account. So now go, you know, so what are you canceling really? Right. Uh, Don, do you wanna Don, you wanna log off and then come back on? Because I can't I can't I just sort of see your tit right now. I just see his chest. Yeah, uh, we're getting some neck and some chest. Meanwhile, <laughs> so I almost got into a fight yesterday at my kids uh, playground. So oh like, boy! There's like an indoor playground, right? It's called it's called uh, We Rock the Spectrum, which which I thought was for kids who have autism, right? But it's not. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. Now, when did you write that joke? Did you write that when you arrived? When you saw the reservation? No. When did like, you get the? It's like legit because I, I looked at the comments and they were like, "My kid's on the spectrum. He loves this place." So like they literally. Like, have they accidentally attracted that crowd? No, like, they said it's sort of like for kids who are on the spectrum, but they have this amazing, like, all these amazing things. Like, a, so you thought you would enjoy it? Yeah, 100%. I'm, <laughs> so I went there, I'm like, you have to be on the spectrum to be here. Like, no, 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 but we do specialize in that. But they have a zip line, you know, all these great things for kids. It's indoor air conditioning, it's like 15 bucks a day. Anyway, so my daughter loves it. We go there, trampoline, this and that. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a text from somebody who's like mad at me about something. So I'm like in a mood. I just got my testosterone shot, right? So I, I will preface that, right? Because I have to get my shot. So I drive. I'm there. sure that had nothing to do with it. Well, what happened was my daughter starts crying. I look over and she's like, "He won't share the zip line. Like they have a zip line that goes into this." So I look over and there's like a little two-year-old boy that's just sort of taking the. He, he he's at the end of the zip line. He's walking it back, back up the ramp. So I'm like, "Oh, I'll take that for you. You know, it's her turn because he 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 just went." And the mom goes, no, he's going again. And I, I go, but he, he, he like just went. They're like, oh, well, he's two. He doesn't know how to share. I, I'm like, well, that's, and it's, it's, it's like a Russian mom, like super thick Russian accent. Oy. And I said, I said, well, he went. Now it's my daughter's turn. And then he'll go after her. And we'll just kind of, you know, we'll take turns. No, no, no. We had to wait for this other kid to, to do it. So now he's going to be a while. So I was like, I, I go over and I, I get like the lady in charge. I'm like, right. I'm like, you know, so I said, that's the diplomatic. Right. You don't want to just, okay, this is okay. I go to this girl who's like probably 20, you know, and I say, Hey, listen, it's supposed to be one and you know, everyone gets a turn. Right. She's like, yeah. So she thought the kid wasn't sharing. She didn't realize that the parent wasn't sharing. So she walks over and this woman just starts screaming. No, it's, it's our turn. And we waited, blah, 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 blah. There's so many other things that your daughter can do. You know, Violet's crying now. So I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, no, you have to learn how, this is called sharing. We, we, we share it in this thing. And then the husband's like, you had a problem? What? And then he's all like, like Russian guy. And I'm just like, am I really gonna have to like get into a fight right now and we rock the spectrum with a bunch of kids? <laughs> Sounds like, like, you're about to rock the spectrum, my man. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, is this, is this I hope you go right to the wrestling. You're going to have to use your wrestling. I did, I did. Because, well, first of all, so then the, I'm like, sir, yeah, I have a problem. Because so then I, my daughter goes, and we, we go again, right? And then all of a sudden, I look over, and the guy's holding pads for his two-year-old. Somehow there's a, there's a boxing gloves there, and he's like holding the mitts. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, really, dude? Like, like, like this tough Russian, like, this is a buff. Yeah. And these other, these other people come to me, this other couple that was, was a Russian couple that was like, it's all Russians there. It's like five Russian. They're like, listen, um, we really like how you stood up for your daughter. That's so sweet. Like, the mom says that. And then the father goes, listen, uh, we're Russian too. And we're not all like this. Like, now I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. How does this always happen to you? You are, it's something about your head, your face that just creates, people are like, fuck that guy. I don't know. It's so dude. fucking weird, dude. You're and, a lightning rod, a lightning rod for that shit. Somebody said I'm like, curb your enthusiasm for MMA. That's my dad told me. Like, like, like Larry David, like on, for wrestling. It, it, a thousand percent. So then there's other mom there who's got like huge boobs and like, you know, so she's like, I would have done the same thing. So now I'm like going and I'm like corralling all the Russians against this woman. Like, I'm yeah. like, can you, can you believe this? Blah, blah, blah. So now I'm like, I don't even know if they're from the same part of Russia. So it might be like, they, there's already blood, bad blood. It might be like. Sure. Uh, they could be George. Origin, they could be Ukrainian, something like that. Yeah, for check, sure. Check, check yeah. But Who now, knows? but now I don't want to get up and leave. I mean, first of all, I can't even have that because then my daughter won't share. And then she'll real. I, I'm like, why should I let this kid get away with this? Like, because then she's not going to share because she's going to be like, well, he didn't share. So, so now I don't want to leave because if I leave, I know my daughter will cry when we leave. She cries, and then that'll prove her right. So now I'm now I'm committed to this place to like it's closing, right? And I gotta take two more hours because I don't want my. So I have to call my wife and be like, hey, I tell Brie what happened. I'm like, can you meet me at this, we rock the spectrum because if my daughter sees you, so we'll go home and she won't cry. My daughter's all mad. And so my wife comes, my, my, my cousin will go out for dinner. So now my wife thinks I tricked her for dinner so that I wouldn't like, like I tricked, now she's mad. Like you, you only wanted me to come out for, so then that, it was a whole thing. <laughs> Dude, I, I would a joke about how like, you know, you think it's like the Russians that would like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, the communist one. I want everyone to get a turn. You know, she's the capitalist one of like my kid hogs the whole fucking, it, it's just, it's a whole thing, dude. So yeah, so that was my, my day yesterday. Don, when you were a father, did you ever have any problems with, like defending your kid or uh, other parents or coaches? No, strange that I never had a problem with another parent. <laughs> <laughs> That is remarkable. I'm surprised they didn't all throw shit at you like they do at Adam. Yeah, they were all very friendly to me, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't you think I was, like, in the right, though, Greg? Absolutely you're in the right, but I'm only hearing your side of the story. But, I mean, from everything you told me, I can't imagine there's another side of the story no, that somehow... No, no she, goes, she goes, he's two. He doesn't know how to share. And I don't want to deal with his temper tantrum. I'm like, no, like, you don't know how to share. And, and, right. and why is this my problem? Yeah. And when are you supposed to teach the kid to share? When he's fucking 14? (laughs) This is when you teach the kid to share. Yeah. That's so stupid. I was, it was, it was insane. It was basically like a mother that was like, I don't want to deal with my kid. So fuck you. You You know, know, it's just, yeah. And, and you know, the thing, it's amazing to me, you know, you think everyone is kind of in this certain range of normal (laughs) till you meet them. And then you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you a real human? You're a fucking cartoon. I told the lady, I'm like, I don't get the logic here. She's like, I don't either. Like the woman in charge. <clears throat> None of us understood. But I like how I was like all of a sudden the best girl dad for defending my daughter. You know, but I'm just like, you can't let people just, you know, walk all over you. No, um, and it seems like they've been doing that all over the, that little spectrum gym. So <laughs> but that, well, I also now I don't know if he's on the spectrum. So now I just took the kid from from an autistic, game. <laughs> but you still got but you still got to like share even if you're on the spectrum. <laughs> so anyway, all right. 
So fights, fights are going up. Meanwhile, a couple of funny things happened in my house. My daughter farted and blamed it on her, her like her uh, teddy bear. She goes, it was him. <laughs> Well, where'd she learn the blame game from? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but I'm like, my kid, she's a fucking genius, right? That's hilarious. And then yesterday, she cries when she gets like, when she spills things, she's very, very neat. So she got water all over her. You know, the thing is, you give her, she's like, I want water. You give her a bottle of water, and you know it's going to go everywhere, especially in the car seat. It's like, I want, I'm thirsty. You give her water. I'm like, okay, three, two, you know, one. And then, and even when I'm feeding her, like, she wants chicken nuggets, I feel like, Hello, my name is whatever. I'm a chicken nugget. While I'm driving, I'm giving her a chicken nugget. <laughs> and then she's like, are you a boy or a girl? I'm like, I'm a girl. I have to be, otherwise she won't eat it. She has to be a girl chicken nugget. She's like, what's your name? Oh, my God. Like, That's like, hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're a good dad. I got to give you credit, Adam. I mean, this sounds like a lot of work. Uh, like, like driving, like giving her a chicken nugget. So anyways, so we're in the house today, and she spilled water all over her. She's like, she's like, my panties are wet. I looked at my wife. I'm like, well, at least someone's panties wet in this house. Oh, boy. All right. So let's talk about the important fights uh, going on. Uh, Aaron Carter has called out. Oh, my God. Here we go. Has call- he was supposed to fight Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> <laughs> Why? To see which one gets to go back to rehab? What is- oh, my God. But now he says Lenny's too old. So he wants to fight Soldier Boy, and Soldier Boy said, "Let's do it." Uh, who do we think? Well, this is, I'm pretty sure he can use the check. So, Soldier Boy. Yeah, I mean he's doing pretty well. But who do who, who do you think wins that fight? Uh, I mean I don't know. I would have to look at Soldier Boy now. I haven't seen. I don't know what he looks like right now. What is he like? Thirty eight now? I don't know. Uh, all right. I love that Lenny Dykstra was too old. Yeah, he's sixty. The fuck is wrong with you? You didn't even research that before you called the guy. Out. Who calls out Lenny Dykstra? Oh I, still my think, God. I still think Lenny would win, though. <laughs> Christ, I mean, this is so stupid. All right, uh, you so, should just call out other boy banders. Oh fuck! What, what Don? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. The damn phone. I'm going to have to hang up and come back on again, partner. All right, there, cool. No, no problem, buddy. All right. Oh, wait. I had you, man. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Holy shit. Apparently, he had to turn on the video. Anyway, when he does his podcast, right, with Dan Severin, he's in, yeah. like, he's in 4K, the highest of speed internet. Behind them, there's, like, lights and everything. He's got, like... <laughs> Is he's in the, the greatest? Like my, I need dude. Our fans like keep texting me like pictures of how good his Wi-Fi is with Dan Severn. It's the greatest. Like, <laughs> but when you do the show with Dan Severn, don't you like go to a studio or something? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, we get the best. So, uh, all right. oh, we have. Okay, all right. So Conor McGregor. <laughs> is now going after Bisbing, right? Because yeah, I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? So what happened was McGregor, McGregor and Daniel Cormier were beefing, right, going at it. And then Bisbing said, you don't want to run into D.C. because that's not a guy you, you want to see when he's mad, which is, I'm sure, true. I mean, D.C. seems like the kind of guy that has enough money to pay for a lawyer. 
uh, and, we're, and, we're glad they, and we're fucking glad they give a guy an ass whooping. And then McGregor says uh, basically that you know this guy used to shut up. He sucks. This and that. Just kind of going off on like uh, just just going off on Bisbing, which is like Bisbing's like. I mean, awesome, and and what what the fuck you want from Bisbing? I mean, he just basically it makes no sense, right? I mean, what, how how are you doing, Bree? I thought you were gonna help watch her. There, there she is. Okay, so uh, thank you, Violet. I love you. All right, man. So uh, yeah, so this is going after Bisbing, um, and now uh, and then he also said he would knock out Usman, right? So he goes, he goes, I fight for one. He goes, he says he would, he said he would spark him too. And then Usman responded, spark who? Mostly talking about that pipe you've been smoking. Unlike you, if I'm going to talk shit, I'll at you. Now be quiet before I call Poirier or Khabib or Diaz to finish you again. Hashtag pound for pound. Uh, yeah, I mean, McGregor's one and three in his last four fights. He, he can't be, like when he's knocking everyone out and talking shit, it's like, fuck yeah. But when he's... Losing three out of four, it doesn't have that same weight on them, uh, right, Don Fry? Is this, is this like week of Bernie's now, or Don's just like uh, uh, Don? Are you still with us? Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what do you think about uh, McGregor's beefs with Bisbing or with uh, with uh, Usman? I think, I think McGregor's been in this whiskey too much. You're oh, shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. He did, he's a, he's a holler. Stay off with it. You know, shit. Yeah. I mean, what do you want to do? Fight the whole damn world? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he wants to do. Or at least wants everybody to think that. I think he just can't. He's such an attention hog. He just can't go 10 minutes without people talking about him. So he just goes and, you know, throws a firecracker into the toilet. I mean, the guy is, yeah. uh, that's just what he does. I mean, look, look at us. Every time there's a huge UFC event that he's not on, he immediately says some shit to bring all the conversation back to him. It's just, he just, I think the guy just just stirs the, the pot. That's it. Yeah, I think he that's also, smart. Well, that's smart, but also he's not sparring because of his knee. He's probably on some kind of painkillers. He probably is drinking. Uh, and it's like, this is, this is all my opinion. I, I don't know any of this except for him not sparring, okay? But he's probably sitting there and he's got too much energy. He's fucking, you know, bored and just wants to like, you're right. Probably, you know. And he's Irish. <laughs> he's Irish, it's true. Uh, all right. He so wants to engage somebody. That's what they do for fun according to the stereotype. Right, 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 right. And I don't know if he's on painkillers. I, I, I have no idea. I'm sure he isn't. Uh, okay, so now they're saying Sean O'Malley uh, might fight Frankie Edgar next. That's what's out there. Man, I like this fight because I, I, I want I, – I like both guys. You know, Frankie's a really good friend of mine, and, and I know O'Malley, he's really cool. I don't know if I like this fight for Frankie, though, because O'Malley throws so many crazy things that you don't see and wheel kicks and spinning kicks. And it seems like Frankie, the last couple fights, and getting knocked out by those things. And I don't want to see Frankie take a loss – to O'Malley the way that O'Malley can knock him out. He's sort of at the end of the road and O'Malley's in his prime. And I feel like this is a great fight for O'Malley because yeah. Frankie Edgar, he's got a huge name on his record and he's got those crazy like things that like, but at the same time, Frankie's a smart guy. He's a good fighter. 
and he could just wrestle fuck him. I mean, he would be the best wrestler that O'Malley ever fought. And kind of like what Frankie Edgar did to Yair Rodriguez a couple of years ago, where he was the big hype, and Frankie just kind of took him down and beat the shit out of him. Maybe he can just do that, you know, have that last big hurrah. Yeah. I'm interested. It's a good payday, but at the same time, I don't want to see Frankie get knocked out again. That was, I don't want to see it. Don Fry, your yeah. thoughts? Don? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. I'm losing it again, man. Don, is there any, Don, is there any other place in that couch that you can get better Wi-Fi? I, I hate to get you on your, your knee and stuff. It just seems like. Well, it isn't the couch. It's the fact that the couch is in a space station. Currently, uh, <laughs> I mean, currently circling the moon. <laughs> it's like, and once again, once again, Don, it's an honor to have you on the show. You are beyond the legend, and uh, the legend. And any kind of Don Fry, I will take. It's just sort of like, I just want to hear your opinion. And I sometimes it's just kind of, you know, there's like a whole flow involved, and, and then I can't actually understand you because uh, just just because of the Wi-Fi situation. Um, right. So, is there? Yeah. Uh, let me go outside. All right, thank you. There you go. He's going to take a spacewalk to try yeah. and get an unobstructed uh, connection. Can you hear me? Yes. So, yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm, I'm back. Uh, so, Don, what are your thoughts on O'Malley versus Frankie Edgar? Uh, I think it'd be a good fight. Um, like you said, you know, uh, I hope Frankie can pull it off. You know, because I'm a big Frankie Edgar fan. Um, I just, I just have my doubts. Is at this stage, you know, he's a little long in the tooth. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. I mean, and he got knocked out by the Korean Zombie, and he got knocked out by Corey Sanhagen, and it's just like, uh, you know, yeah, that flying knee. That's right, fucking. <laughs> oh my god, Amali's tall as fuck. I mean, yeah, he's got that reach. No, it would absolutely have to be a wrestling fight for him because O'Malley does have a lot more reach than he does. But I think this is like they just did with the Jose uh, Jose Aldo fight. Like they set it up. It's it's like, look, it's either you're going to be a comeback or it's going to be a stepping stone for this guy. And obviously, on paper, it looks like it's a stepping stone fight. But really, you know, it depends on how Frank, you know, never bet against Frankie Edgar. You, you know, I mean, every time I pick against him, he proves me wrong. So, and then again, every time lately when I <laughs> bet on him, he proves me wrong again. So, but I, I just feel like he'll know what kind of fight this is, which clearly, you know, will be just like the Jose Alde thing. Okay. It'll be a motivator. And they're going to, he's going to come in and he's going to, he's going to make a rough on A hundred percent. I think Don's now uh, fighting with his neighbor. So also, yeah. <laughs> um, let me let me let me call you back. Let me get better reception. Uh, it sounds good. <laughs> this is like remember that episode of uh, back in the day. There was an episode of the Osbournes where Ozzy Osbourne the entire episode was trying to figure out his remote. It was like a thirty minutes yes, 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 yes. show of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is kind of similar in that situation. Now, O'Malley has become good friends with uh, Takashi, 6ix9ine. You know, the rapper. Who has? Sean O'Malley. All right. Well, you know, they have the same hairstyle. Now, Don thinks he hung up, but he actually has not hung up. I know. I keep turning his fucking phone. It's driving me crazy. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sorry, people. Anyway. I I can't get this phone to cooperate with him. 
I spent like hours last night, like what we should talk about, going through all the news, having an opinion. He <laughs> prepped that big story about being on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then, and then we get Don. I can't wait to hear Don's opinion. I, it's just fucking crazy. So, yeah. So he, he actually got a 6'9 tattoo on his neck. O'Malley did. That's kind of, I mean, uh, I mean, isn't that your way of saying you're his bitch? I mean... <laughs> Well, not only that, but the guy like literally. Of course, I say that, and I wear jerseys with some other dude's name on the back, so maybe I'm the bitch. Is that tattooed on your back, though? I know exactly. I take that shit off and throw it in the laundry. He tattooed another guy's fucking name on him. I mean, that's I don't know, man. I thought that's some prison shit right there. It's. I feel like if you have, I don't, it's just crazy because O'Malley uh, Six Nine is like a rapper who lied about being in the Crips and blood. Yeah, it was a snitch. Yeah, and that's how he got out. And like, isn't he still like scared for his life most of the time because that whole gang wants to fucking kill him? Yeah, and then this is the guy that you choose to. I don't know. I talk about maybe he's not good at picking his friends, but weird, 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 weird. So in the PFL last week. Rory McDonald lost to Ray Cooper. Uh, that I didn't, the BFL has had no luck. They signed Pettis, McDonald, and Verdum for I think I allegedly for a million each. So that's what I heard. They all either lost in the to get into the playoffs or first round, um, which is nuts. And Rory McDonald at one point was the best in the world. And yeah. Ray Cooper, who's a great fighter, but just just beat him up. I mean, held him down and beat him up. It was crazy. I never seen Rory just – I thought Rory was going to beat Ray Cooper. I'm like, oh, this is, he's a different level. There's levels to this. Ray Cooper's a good fighter but hasn't faced a guy like Rory McDonald. And yeah. Man, was I wrong. Man, was I, I think wrong. that just shows you that, you know, these guys are kind of checked out. Like you said, you can't give them the money in advance. No. You know, they paid them to come to the league, and they're like, great, all right, I'll fight. Like, yeah. There isn't a lot of motivation there, and I think it shows with every single one of these guys. You think that happens with other sports too, with like basketball and football, the guys that get big signing bonuses? they just Absolutely. It happens all the time. Dallas is dealing with it all the time. The Cowboys, like they signed DeMarcus Lawrence. He was his game wrecker, linebacker. Rah, rah, gave him like $70 million. He has sucked ever since. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, incredible. Top top three running back every season. They give him $100 million. Sucked the very next season. It is, I, I think there is part of it. Like when they get the big, they, they let off the gas. They let off the gas and, and they, they it becomes more about not getting hurt than it becomes about like wanting to really dominate. So they're going to have Luke Rockhold fight Sean Strickland. They're going back and forth. Uh, they don't like each other. Luke Rockhold thinks he's like, this guy's not in his league. Luke Rockhold, that's the only time he loses is when he kind of overlooks his opponents. I mean, Bisbing caught him big time uh, in that second fight. And then also against uh, Jan Bakovic. But, you know, Strickland's a hungry guy. He's not rich. He's on the come up. He's a monster. He looked great against uh, Uriah Hall. Rockhold's got a big challenge. And he's, and he's mean. He's psycho. He's nasty. That being said, Luke Rockhold, I know people have forgotten about him, but He's only lost to the best guys. I mean, he only lost to the champs, and he's beat. Look at the guys he's beaten. Yeah, he's a monster. He's got a big chip on his shoulder right now because he, him and Dana White are going at it, and he thinks the UFC is not, I don't know, he's saying that basically created this culture of people hating certain fighters and this and that. And, but Luke, Luke beats a win. He hasn't won in a while, but I'm looking forward to this fight. I am. 
I, I, and I think Luke can pull it off. I know he can pull it off um, because I know people, like they say his chin's gone, but really any, if Bisbane catches you clean against anybody, they're getting knocked out. And same goes for uh, Jan Blakovich. I mean, the guy, look, look what he did afterwards. Johnny Hendricks, by the way, is now a full-time police officer in Texas. Um, well, yeah. you know, he was, listen, the benefits, unlimited Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, the, you can see where he would attract to the job. Uh, which is crazy, though. Imagine, like, you get arrested. It's by Johnny Hendricks. I mean, the guy was a world champion, like, I think two or three times national champion. I think it's dangerous because some dudes are going to be like, here's my shot at the title. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, if, you're, if, he, if he's chasing you, just, you know, just keep running because eventually he'll gas. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so now he's training Kevin Holland. Because Kevin Holland needs to work on his wrestling. You know, he's the guy that was a big shit talker. That talked right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like actually, uh, they're like a match made in heaven. So uh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, I mean, that's what he's always going to be great for is wrestling coaching. Any fighter that's got stand-up that needs wrestling, I mean, he's the guy to call. Because he's a specialist. And unfortunately, it worked against him. But it can work for him in terms of coaching. So Jake Paul now has a hit list of people he wants to fight. Oh, and I'm going to guess none of these are actual fighters. <laughs> let me guess. Number one, let me just go through the list of who I think it is. Here's who I think Jake Paul is calling out. Number one with a bullet, got to be Megan Rapinoe. There's no way he's watched her and not thought about fighting her. Number two, of course, of course, Bell, Biv, and DeVoe. I think he sees that as like, you know, uh, I, all three dudes at the same time. Uh, obviously, you know, they're, they're two, three, and four. And then number five, clearly the weasel. Uh, you know, I think he sees that as a solid matchup for him. The you weasel, know, like a, Paul Shore? Like Shore, absolutely. The Weeze. I think he sees Polly Shore as a strong, uh, uh, a strong match. Those are my, that's who I think it is. Uh, Megan Rapino, Bell Dave DeVoe, the Weeze. Now, would Hector Lombard Jr. Uh, fight Jake Paul? I fight Jake Paul right now! I take him down. I beat him in the head. I knocked the elite, the elite, right out of his ear. His ear, the elite would shoot out of it, and he'd be, he'd be ba 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 like a little sheep. That's what I do to him. He's afraid. He's afraid. I'm a real man like me. I can take him. I destroy him. I eat him like a little piece of a uh, cherry pie. I eat his finger and then eat him. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, all right, Don Fry. You want to hear Jake Paul's list of people he wants to fight? Sure. Let's hear. It. All right, so he's, he obviously he beat Nate Robinson, check. He beat Ben Askren, check. He's fighting Tyron Woodley next, uh, August 29th in Cleveland. Then he wants to fight Canelo Alvarez. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, oh, a fighter. Then he wants to fight Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz. Uh, I, I think those guys beat him as well. Usman. <sighs> he wants to fight Usman. Is on his list. Uh, Tommy Fury who's Tyson Fury's little brother, who's 6-0. Uh, Conor McGregor, uh, KSI, who's a YouTube, the guy that beat his brother. Gervonta Davis, who's like 25-0 boxer. And then Logan Paul, whose brother's on his list. Uh, these are people he wants to fight. So, <laughs> uh, Don Fry, uh, I got to ask you on a different subject. I saw a wrestling match the other day of you versus Vader. Remember Vader back in the day, Greg Wilson? No. Vader was like this like 300-pound 
I think ex-football player. You mean Darth Vader? No, no. His name was Vader. Was <laughs> huge wrestler who was like, okay. he was really big at one point. Like he was there. I don't think he was in WWE. He was in what, WCW, I think. Who? V- uh, Vader, right? Vader's dead. I know, but I saw it. But back <laughs> in the day, I watched a match of you wrestling him in Japan. Yeah. And, right. it, and it was a crazy match because it started off as like an MMA fight. Uh, you took him down, and you were, and then you guys were going back and forth and back and forth. Then you kept elbowing him in his thigh, like just like dropping elbows. And then the ref stopped it and disqualified you, Don. Why? I, I, what, what happened? Well, it was supposed to be a groin shot, and um, <laughs> Vader just sagged on me. He he went limp. You know, he he wouldn't do anything he was supposed to do, and um, so. Uh, you know, he went back there and complained to um, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, that he thought it was a shoot. And Steve Williams said, yeah, I thought it was a shoot, too. I was watching from the – from the uh... – From the where? Oh, that was getting good, too. Uh, uh, Greg Fry, where were you watching from? I was watching it from the inside of a woman's pussy. Really? Uh, yeah, it scooped it out. You ever see Luke Skywalker in that tauntaun? That's what I was doing with her pussy. I just get in there real good and dug it out. Like, what the hell is going on out there? Wow, you so were, that's what I've been watching, bro. You, you were watching a match from inside a pussy while you were wrestling? Yeah, that's right. That's a game with the advantage. <laughs> I would just swing her around and use it to get a takedown. And I'd crawl out real quick, use that slippery vagina juice, and get them all real good, and take them down. <laughs> I actually want to, get the rest, I want to hear the rest of the story. I think he's back. I th- he had tripod. He's back. He's back. All right. So now, from what people that don't watch professional wrestling, from what I understand, a shoot is a match that's supposed to be a scripted match, and then it turns into a real fight. Uh, and I guess over the years, there have been a couple shoots in professional wrestling where matches that turn real, uh, where one guy just says, fuck it, this is a real fight. Uh, I'm trying to unmute Don. Uh, Don, is that what uh, the shoot was? So Vader thought that you were really gonna fight him? Fuck, man. Uh, Don, now I'm, what, what is that? I think it's just his house. That's a chair and uh, some kind of a, looks like a, you know, trophy case, maybe. What's coming off from the ceiling? It looks like it's like what's a, coming off from the ceiling. It's like a light or something? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a light on top. That's all. Oh, okay. Got it. I, I, I like love the horseshoe. He's got a fucking horseshoe. Remember? Like on the chair. I'm pretty sure that's just for self-defense. <laughs> ha! He just throws that at people who try to wander on his property. Can you imagine, like, like you're like a like a, a robber and you go to Don Fry's house? Some people, some people have brass knuckles. He just uses a fucking horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! He right. clobbers you with a goddamn horseshoe. That's awesome. Right. So, and more. Can we go back to? Wait a minute. What were we talking? There was something uh, before the. Oh, the list. Can we go yeah, back list. to the list because? Yeah. Just talking about that, okay, I, I'm, first of all, I'm glad finally 
he has graduated on to other fighters. I would love the Canelo, uh, Canelo fight because it would be the most lucrative 90 seconds of Canelo's career. I mean, he would piece him up so bad. In fact, it would be like, it would be one of those fights where like, like uh, the old John Jones fights where he would just have to kind of keep it going. You know, like yeah. he could lights out any time, but like, eh, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to keep just kind of punching him up onto his feet. I, feel like I think Canelo, that's about the tail. I feel that like Canelo got too much respect for the sport. He would never give that guy a chance. Yeah, he, money talks, baby. He's got a lot of money. I mean, Canelo's got like insane. But I think he would almost do it to defend the sport, to just knock this guy the fuck out and get him out of the conversation. Yeah, maybe. So, Don, can you hear me? So, what happened? All right, so Vader. No longer the train. You know? Yeah, that fight would be exactly like a fight. Right, right, right. So, so Don, uh, the Vader fight, right? You versus Vader. He thought it was a shoot? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I give up. Yeah, I think, All Don, right. I think today's a bad day, man. I think we're it's <laughs> not going to... I don't think it's gonna work out, brother. By the way, I'm just did you, Greg, did you ever hear about uh, that time Brett the Hitman Hart knocked out Vince McMahon? No, but talk about someone who deserves it. So I guess, like, I guess, yeah, I was watching uh, the uh, E A and E has these great docs on old wrestlers, Macho Man, Warrior. All this. So basically, they offered him like. WCW came in, offered him like $10 million for three years, and that would have just fucking killed. He was the man in WWE. So Vince says, hey, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you, you know, $12 million over 20 years if you stay or something. Worst deal, but he was like, you know, you're, you're my guy. Then like months later, he says, we can't afford you. Sorry. Uh, go back to WCW. Gosh. But he was the champion, right? So like he's supposed to lose the belt. Him and Shawn Michaels don't like each other, like in real life. He thinks Shawn, they're like feuding, and Shawn like dropped – uh, a thing of like, hey, you know, I, I heard back in the day you fucked one of this Sonny the wrestler or something, right? Like said, like, like said that on on the air. And, yeah. And Brett's married with kids, you know, like so. Ooh. And then so Brett went in the locker room, like threw him by his hair around the locker room, kind of beat up. They really hate each other, right? So he's like, I'm not gonna lose to Shawn Michaels. Shawn said I wouldn't lose to you. Vince says don't because it was in Canada. That's where he's from. He says don't worry, blah blah blah. So in the match. Like, Sean has him in a sharpshooter, which is his move. Basic man says, like, end it, like, as if he tapped. And then they, they basically think, ding, ding, ding. Like, they made it seem like he tapped. He didn't. He clearly didn't. Like, so he lost, and he goes fucking berserk because they fucked him over big time. Yeah. So they, they have a documentary on this. He goes back in the locker room, and he sees uh, – he's taking a shower, and they're like, hey, Vince – first he spits on Vince McMahon, like, from the actual – from the ring. He goes – you can see a fucking huge loogie hit Vince McMahon in the face. Nice. <laughs> then he goes in the locker room. He goes, tell Vince I'm coming out of the shower. If I come out, I'm knocking him the fuck out. He comes out. You just, you just, he tells the camera crew to get out of there. You just see uh, afterwards, like, what happened? He goes, yeah, uh, he ran into my fist. <laughs> Vince's face <laughs> ran into my fist. So it was the hardest he ever hit anybody. And his wife at the time, the hitman's wife, is scolding Triple H of these guys. She's outside going, you guys think you're real fucking funny. You guys did that to my husband. And they're looking down, and she's just berating them. It's one of the fucking craziest things I've ever seen in my life. 
Uh, I highly recommend it if you're uh, an 80s. Sounds like she was a ride or die bitch, though, man. You got to fucking respect that game. Dude, like, you do not want to fuck with this woman. Like, like, she, yeah. like, like, Triple H is just looking down. You know, like, like you're, like, in school, and the teacher's, like, reprimanding you, and you're just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, uh... Anyway. Dude, did you ever see the Iron Sheik when he would go up to, like, the comedy store and do stand-up? Yeah. It was... Dude, I thought he was funny, man. I mean, he was just saying a lot of incredibly racist, rude shit, but it was very funny. That guy's crazy. I mean, he's, like, next level. He really wanted to fight a whole... I think at a certain point... Certain wrestlers, they just stop thinking that it's fake. Like, like he really wanted to fight Hulk Hogan. Like, the Macho Man, want, yeah. made a rap, he made a rap diss album about Hulk Hogan in real life and thought he was going to sell records. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they all really were jealous of Hulk. Hulk took it to another level. You know, when he got into being in the Rocky movie and everything else, oh, the jealousy was on high. Yeah. I don't know a lot about wrestling, but I remember that. Well, a lot of those guys were better wrestlers than Hulk Hogan. That was also the thing. It's like they were. Well, a lot they, of it comes down to marketing, especially when it's scripted, you know. Dude, and every and everything, bro. I got a, I got a text from a comedy club from the other day. Goes, hey, I gotta fill this date. Do you know any good, uh, any big TikTok stars, or uh, like, and this is like oh. an A-list club. Yeah. Uh, didn't say like, hey, is this funny or this? Just said, hey, you know. Right. Anybody? Who's the guy that really crushes? Who's the guy who's great on stage? No, they're like, I need a TikTok star. That's gonna. Hey, listen. They, if they ask for that, send them Josh Nasser. <laughs> is he a TikTok star? Yeah, huge. Josh Nasser. Yeah. What is he doing? Okay, so he's making these videos where he's driving around and he just pull, pulls up on people and then he says stupid shit like, like, do you, is it true? Like, if they're smoking a cigarette, is it true that smoking cigarettes gives you huge balls? And they're like, it is. He's like, ah! And he drives away. This is the whole thing, and he's done this hundreds of times now. And it's all different pickup lines with girls and things with dudes and all this. And uh, and he's got like, I mean, uh, uh, over a million followers. But is, it, and is, it, is it translating to comedy clubs? I have no idea. I mean, some of the guys, yes. And some of the guys, I, I can't tell if it does or not. I actually have been telling him, I'm like, dude, you got to go out and find out if this is going to put butts in the seats. Because it worked for Rocky Dale Davis. He's out there. But, but he, he, he went viral with a stand-up comedy clip. So people want to see his stand-up. Whereas with him, it's just told driving and yelling shit. Yeah, so who knows if people actually want to come see him do stand-up. But he is a TikTok star. So uh, Kat Zingano is suing Halle Berry. This makes perfect sense. <laughs> so I guess Halle Berry has a new movie about MMA, where she's an MMA fighter. And right, she, right. She looks ripped. She looks great. I don't know if I'm going to see this movie or not, but she looks good. So I guess when she, she had a meeting with Kat, Al, Kat Zingato and, uh, and said, hey. I, by the way, I'll need to watch it for about six and a half, seven minutes. <laughs> Go ahead. So she says, hey, I want you to be in like my movie. Uh, I got a part for you, yada, yada. You'd be great for this movie. So then they tell, she goes, I, I got a fight coming up, right? They go, then production, according to Kat, according to the lawsuit, production said, hey, you know, drop, don't do the fight because it'll fuck with the movie story. So then she, she, she pulls out of the fight. Uh, the UFC cuts her, right? Then they, tell oh. her, then they tell her, sorry, you can't be in the movie. We're only using UFC fighters. Oh. So now she's suing Halle. Now, what do you think, Greg? Does she have a case? 
I mean, I think she does, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she's going to win versus what it's going to cost her to win it, you know? And, I mean, because I guess she does. I mean, but at the same time, what do the contracts say, you know? I mean, do the contracts say, you know, we you have to do this or do they just ask her to do it? Then she did it. And then, you know, I mean, and then UFC fucked her. I mean, really, really the asshole here is the UFC. Well, if they cut her because she could pull out of the fight, she's also coming off a loss. Did they cut her? I mean, they could just say, well, no, we, we, didn't, we, we didn't cut her because of that. We cut her because she lost her fight or something. We didn't, we didn't know why she pulled out of a fight. I mean, that, that's what they could say, right? They could say. Sure, no, they can cover their ass. But the, the fact that, you know, I mean, but it seems pretty cut and dry. You know, yeah, yeah. she didn't do what they wanted her to do. They're like, fine, we don't need to then. We're going to cut you anyway. You know, and, and then, you know, I mean, that's, it sucks, you know, but it sounds like, like well, she did, probably got caught in between two different sets of contracts. Well, did she have the role also? That's also a part of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, she should have said, okay, listen, if I do that, I want to be, you send the contract that I'm definitely doing this, you know, irregardless. Right. And then, then she would have protected herself. But who would have seen that? She's just thinking, okay, I want to be in this movie. Hey, guys, listen, let me do the movie first. And there, so, I mean, it sounds like she just got fucked. It sucks. I don't know that Halle Berry, I mean, but also how fucked up is it for them to say, we're only using UFC fighters? What the fuck does that mean? I mean, like it matters to the audience. Is there some kind of co-sponsorship deal? I mean, I don't know. That, that seems really, all. sadly, that seems very Hollywood shady. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. All, but unless WME Endeavor produced a movie and they have a, have a well, and that's probably exactly what it was. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we want to promote our brand. We, she's not in the UFC anymore. We can't use her. And also, you know, when the star reaches out to somebody and says, "I want you in this," that is not the same as the producers reaching out and saying, "I want." Or the you need the director and the producers to say, I want you in this movie. The star can make all the promises in the world and then be like, ah, I got sorry, they didn't let me. I even mean, though, that's just the way shit goes. I've, I've had the director go to bat for me sometimes and I didn't get the part. Even the director can't say, make the Exactly. If that's who the producers want, yeah, yeah, the game over, buddy. So, uh, Joe Rogan basically, so Joe Rogan basically said that a lot of fans were... <laughs> the ghost... Don, the, the Wi-Fi is done. I can't hear a word you're saying. The you ghost of Don Fry. Don, Don may- Fry, if you're in the room, give us a sign. No, no, he left. Don, I feel like outside you were the best. Outside you were the best uh, as far as the Wi-Fi. Now, Joe Rogan basically told fans, and a, a lot of fans were like going off on Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz not finishing Leon Edwards when he, hit, when, when, like, he, he had him hurt, right? Remember the right. Yep, yep, and he pointed at him and was like, I got you, and then lost the fight. Yeah. Rogan said people sitting on their ass, they need to, they're not, not talking about. So there are a lot of times when people rush in and they got someone hurt, and then they get mad. I'll tell you what, I can hear you. Uh, we got a little bit of them. So um, now I have a very, very, I have a very reliable source. I'm not going to say who, who's friends with Nate Diaz, basically told me that. The reason that Nate didn't rush in was because he had blood in his eyes and didn't see how badly he had the guy hurt, uh, which makes more sense. Because if you, he didn't well, know, then why did he point at him and laugh? Ha! I hurt you. <laughs> he didn't explain that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm afraid. I'm like we're rewriting history here. Ah. 
His eyes were very bloody. He didn't, he, I mean. Absolutely, but nothing will change the fact that he stopped and was like, you know, eh, you know, it was. <laughs> all right, I don't know. I guess well, I, I, I like my idea. Uh, so, all right. Now, so uh, that's what they said. There was blood in his eyes, so he didn't rush in. Yeah, that, that's what he told me. He, he didn't see how bad he hurt him. He couldn't tell how bad he hurt him because he couldn't see out of his vision was impaired. That's, that's okay. That's okay. But he saw enough to know that he stopped him long enough to point and, and laugh. So that, that has still happened, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm having a little trouble with this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, uh, and uh, PFL is going on. We got Kayla Harrison. She's uh, she's the big fighter. She's uh, the reigning champion. I don't see many people beating her in, in any league right now. She's a two you know two time Olympic champion, gold medalist in judo. She's looking. She's running through everybody. Uh, so yeah, Kayla. Who is this? Harrison. Kayla Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Kayla's fighting. She's fighting on on Thursday for the PFL. Uh, Friday in Bellator, Czech Congo. Is fighting uh, Karitabov or Karatibov. Should be a good fight. Congo, that guy's a badass, but so is Czech Congo. Can I tell you, even the Bellator navigate, like, these things do as a challenge. What's that? Bellator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even their website is hard to navigate. Oh, I, I don't even know if they even know that they're on. Like, like actually, Bellator themselves. I feel like the announcer yeah. <laughs> like was going to call that day. They were like, hey, man, where are you? Oh, shit, that's today? Uh, like, it's just- <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm like, I, who knows where, where you can watch it, when they're on, what night of the week. Like, most of these other guys, they really establish themselves on a certain night of the week. You know, PFL is on Friday. UFC is on Saturday. And Bellator used to be Friday, but then they moved to Wednesday and Thursday and Saturday and Sunday. They're all over the fucking place. Well, it is this Friday night. Uh, he's, uh, Karakinov versus Czech Congo. Also, Adam Borix is 17-1. and He's fighting J.J. Wilson is 8-0. This guy, Logan Storley, who um, this guy's a killer. Uh, he's, he has 11-1. He lost to Amasov by a split decision. I thought he won that fight. Amosov's undefeated. Uh, he's fighting Dante Chiro. So that, that's, a, that's a good good fight. And then Keith Lee, Kevin Lee's brother, is fighting an undefeated fighter, Jornel Lugo. Uh, by the way, Kevin Lee is fighting that guy, D-Rod, next. You know that guy who's like has like 1980 on his chest, that fucking Mexican like dude that looks like – he said he was 200. I don't know, but I like him already. Dude, he's like – he has like 250 and 0 in prison fights as well as street fights, the guy says. Ooh, this guy's dangerous. He's been killing people. Killing people. So, uh, D-Rod versus Kevin Lee. Good fight. Saturday you know, night. Here's the thing about Kevin Lee. You know, we've seen that. I mean, I think the Diaz brothers is the rare exception. But, but you know, obviously they're – but, I mean, where the brothers are both as good – you know, usually when you see sibling thing, I mean, we see this with Shevchenko. We've seen that, you know, where the, the one sibling is clearly the star and the other one just shares their name. And we've seen this a lot. Yeah. 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 Keith Lee's pretty good, though. He's a pretty underrated fighter. Uh, seven and four. Seven and four. <laughs> so, Saturday night, Kelvin Gastelum taking on. Dude, okay. Taking on Jared Cannonier by the Killer Gorilla. He lost to Robert Whitaker. He beat Jack Hermanson. 
knocked out Anderson Silva, beat David Branch, lost to Dominic Reyes. Kelvin looked amazing in his last fight. Uh, he looked against Ian Heinich. Uh, no, he actually lost to Robert Whitaker. He did not look that good. He lost to Robert Whitaker. Before that, we Ian Heinich. So both, um, this should be a good fight. I, I got to go with my man Kelvin. I, I can never. Of course you do. Here's the funniest thing: when you when you go to the UFC site right now, the first thing you see is the best of Kevin Gastelum. Yeah. And I just can't imagine if you click this, all you're gonna see is like him with different meals from his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am after this fight. I went to Wendy's, y'all. It's all just his different post-fight meals. Dude, he's the best. Kelvin, Kelvin is the best. No, he is. He is. I love Kevin Gasolman. He is a great guy and a great fighter. You know, I wish right. – I, do you feel like he's just a tweener? Like, it seems like – you know, he goes a little heavier where he's comfortable and doesn't have to starve himself, and then he's too small. Then he tries to get down, and he can't get down the weight. I mean, do you think that's the real issue to his career? I, I think that – I think he grew up in, like, a – I hate to be in a Mexican family where they just love feeding this kid. <laughs> no, we – listen, that's exactly right. We just eat – I mean, that's what we do. That's our big pleasure center is eating. That's what our family life is based around is eat, and not – Good food. You know, when I first took Summer home to my family's house, she couldn't believe because my mother made dinner, traditional Mexican dinner, you know, with enchiladas and rice and beans and stuff like that. And, and she was like, there's nothing green no. on the table. I'm like, yeah, we don't eat greens. We eat cheeses, meats, and starches. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know? I just think Kelvin is like, he's got the right amount of like, where like he doesn't matter that he's picked last on the ultimate fighter he won the states in wrestling but he but like he went to college for a year and he was homesick and he went home and became a bail a bail bondsman because he didn't want to be away from his mom and his sister he's just a guy that like loves eating and uh i almost feel like eating food is more as important as winning the belts listen i could not understand that more I cannot sympathize with that more. I have chose eating above everything else in my career. I honestly think that he's like, hey, man, you know, you can win the championship. Yeah, he's like, but I'm not going to be able to eat. I like, it's, and you know what? I think he's also good enough. He knocked out Bisping. I mean, he beat Tim Kennedy, a prime Tim Kennedy. He's beat, you know. know? Food is also an addiction. You know, uh, I got to give, you know, Augustino Zoida, he had a really great bit about how no one takes it seriously when you're addicted to food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you got to eat. And so it's not like it's, it, you know, you're doing something you have to do to live. But if you're addicted to it, you just keep doing it. And nobody really, you know, is like, hey, it seems like you're addicted to food. You're just a fatty. Right, right. Also on this card, uh, Vince Pichel is fighting this Saturday. Yeah, from hell, Pichel. He's back, our boy. I think he moved, have, him on the sh- have you spoken to him? He moved to Texas. Yeah, uh, he moved uh, away. Yeah, he lives in Texas and he's he's killing it and he's working hard and he seems like he's better than ever. Fighting Austin Hubbard, good fighter. Uh, I think Vince has this. Vince is an underrated guy. He's a also. I think I, listen. I think he's a very good fight for Vince. I think if Vince wins this, I mean, very look at it, thirteen two versus thirteen and five. That's not bad. I think he's got a great shot at this. And yeah, that'd be a great win for him if he could pull this one off. Although, to be honest, I, I okay, I'm going to say it, Vince, no offense. 
I, I think Austin wins. Uh, I, I, I got Vince. The best one. I got. Uh, I would want my, my heart would want. I, I would be cheering for Vince if he wins. But if I'm picking the fight, I, I think Hubbard beats him. My favorite is when Vince came on the show and wanted to fight um, Gavin Newsom. Like he really kept calling out Gavin Newsom. <laughs> I guess if Gavin was going to take that. Hey, man, pandemic hit hard, baby. <laughs> look at Quay. Look, why can't they fight Clay Guida? That's a fight. Now, there's a good Vince Pichel fight. They put Clay against a guy 10-0 who's like an Olympian judo guy. Mark Madsen's a, a monster. Uh, I don't, he's 2-0? and No, he's 10-0. and he, I don't know. The UFC website says he's 2-0. and That's weird. Maybe in the UFC he's 10-0. Maybe in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The share dog have him as is a share dog that has him at, as a uh, ten and zero on MMAJunkie.com. Oh, okay. Uh, but I got this call right now at, at one o'clock for uh, with the producer. Listen, you guys have been. He, oh no, they do say he is ten and zero. That must just be them fucked up on somebody fucked up with the website. Anyway, Don, I love you. Uh, I'm gonna figure this out this Wi-Fi. I'm gonna send you some something next week because we're, we're missing a fucking a key part of this podcast. We really are. And he's such a magnificent part of the podcast. It really is worth the investment to try and upgrade that somehow. I don't know if there's any way to based on where he lives, but we got to figure it out. But uh, I love you, Greg. I love you, Don. Uh, love you too, brother. You have a great week, man. Be good, guys.